isolation. <laughs> hey, um, how are you doing? Uh, I am doing this episode alone, solo. Um, here's the, here's the pauses, (laughs) but really I just, um, you know, if you're, uh, if it's feeling heavy for you too, um, you know, I invite you to take it just a nice deep breath. Sigh it out if you need to. Um, you know, there's a lot going on. And many of us are... Um, You know, dealing with a lot of it on our own. And that's just a lot. It's just a lot. You know, we don't have a community like it used to, like we used to be able to. Um, You know, any social interaction is to be conscious of not, um, you know, worsening the issue. But I just also like to say, you know, this is really unprecedented for anyone alive right now. And, um, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to live through a pandemic. Um, you know. And take the information that's there and do our best. And unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, systemic issues. Um, You know, so let's say also please extend some courtesy to those around you because this is not one person's. Uh, issue. This is something we're all facing together, but um, interestingly enough, uh, alone in a lot of ways. So I thought I'd talk about isolation and just what it's, what it feels like. Um, And I still even We'll just say I, you know, have uh, roommates that I live with, and so I am lucky in the fact that I do have that interaction. Um, And then, of course, we can all keep connected through various forms of technology. Um, But it's very different, just not even having the... um, You know, the kind of like uh, feeling of being around people. 
you know? I think there's something, like, you can kind of um, feel people, like, interestingly enough, I feel like it's somewhere between six to eight feet away. You can technically still feel someone's um, energetic field, I guess, like, um... So it's interesting that we're all keeping about about that far apart. So, you know, there's something to also be considered with the whole lack of touch and connection that a lot of people are getting. I remember when I was, when this uh, first all started happening and I was walking down the street. Um, it was, I think, a few weeks after everyone was told to stay home except for essential things. So I had, you know, gone out to run some kind of errand and this person just bumped right into me. Um, it's seemingly pur- purposeful and I almost, yeah, I just wasn't upset. I mean, I was a little, um, <laughs> worried just because there was like a clear, um, This is going to sound like I'm passing a judgment, but it's not. It's just that there was clear hygiene issue. There was visible soil on on this person. Um, but I was not even upset because I just understand that. Touch and connectivity is such an important human need, really. Um that, you know, people are, are you know, may resort to, you know, a slight rudeness just to have that need fulfilled, which is just a really sad thing, um, you know, without even just judging whether that's right or wrong. It's just a very sad thing that people have to resort to, um, something like that. And I think that there are a lot of people now, um, I can only guess that are feeling, um, some less desirable feelings, anxiety, fear, uh, anger, irritability, frustration, um, because of this lack of contact. It's, And it makes me really sad. I, I just really... You know, I think about, um. you know... Uh, and and, and I, I guess I'm also realizing that there's probably a bunch of people who... Um, unfortunately weren't even getting enough human connection prior to this, you know? I've heard people talk about, like, oh... Uh, you know, people go and get their hair done just to get some kind of human connection or um, go and get massages. And I, I think that it's amazing that those services are available um, and that they also provide that, you know, while providing another service. Um, but also there's a cuddle therapist or 
professional cuddlers. I don't I don't even know if it's called cuddle therapist because I don't know if technically you can call an unlicensed professional a therapist, but uh, cut, cut, uh, professional uh, cuddlers. And um, I think that might have even sounded a little silly to some people just a little bit ago, but now it's so clear that that's um, much more of a need than maybe we even thought. And I, I think, um, I think I've even heard of the, some of them being able to somehow maintain, um, their business or clientele while, uh, while this is all going on. Um, it, to me it's essential. So I would, I would, um, I would not be surprised. And I think that's a a good thing if they can find a way to um, safely and consensually still carry that on during this time. So yes, I, I, I just, I guess I wanted to acknowledge that, that, you know, firstly with isolation, the lack of human contact can take a real toll. And I, and I want to say that this whole whatever we're everything that we're going through right now worldwide um we won't fully be able to understand understand it until we're far from it you know when you're going through something that's very it's traumatic it's so impactful uh i mean there's unprecedented a very there's a ton of unknowns um stressful there's just so many different ways to describe what everyone is going through right now but truthfully we will not understand it until we are well past it because um it you know there's so much that our brains are probably not even allowing us to understand right now because we're just trying to get through it. Um, and this kind of bothered me towards the beginning of this whole thing. I was like, Oh my goodness, this is wild. Like, yeah, everyone's, you know, um, got, got things to say about it, but truthfully, this is something that's, um, so big that you just we won't be able to truly process it until we're well well out of it so again extending that um courtesy and kindness to yourself that understanding to yourself um and uh, patience and then also to uh those around those we come in contact to and even you know uh, there's that i think it's called the loving kindness meditation where you start with saying, you know, um, may I have peace, may I be well, maybe free from fear. I, there's there's several different uh, affirmations, and then you extend it out from yourself. You know, may you, you think of someone outside of yourself uh, that you care about. May you be well, may you be free of fear, may you have peace. And then you even extend it further to someone maybe you don't really... Uh, care for you know and you still extend that um, 
care and kindness. Um, you know, may they be well. May they have peace. May they be free from fear. Um, and and you can just keep going out from yourself and 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 extending that. And it also brings a calmness to yourself as you do this because you're hearing this well affirmation, uh, wellness affirmation, this well wishes. Um, it's not easy to do in, t- in, in difficult times. However, it is necessary because the stress of holding Um, this mass of um, negative um, feelings inside is 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 exactly what you don't need in a pandemic. Exactly what you don't need when you are trying to stay um, well. So so flip that. Wish wellness for yourself and others. Um, allow that allow some stress to to roll off um really gotta pick and choose what um what we're stressing over right now because there's just an incredible amount of stress that whether we realize it or not um we are dealing with right now and we know scientifically that Stress weakens your immune system. It taxes your body systems. So that is literally doing nothing to help us. So it may feel like it's unnecessary. It may feel silly. A little woo-woo. But it's truly one of the greatest things you can do. And also it does take strength. Because you have to release and we all hold on to things very tightly um, to grasp some stability. Um, but sometimes we're grasping on to things that do not actually offer us stability. Uh, what they may offer is some kind of semblance of control, which is um, an illusion, really. So, okay. So, that's a bit of a, bit of a sermon there. But... Um, Yeah, that human connection is something. I've also this isolation has just given a lot of people time to reflect and analyze and a lot of time to think on things that maybe we've been too busy to previously. Um and that can always be a lot too, you know? Uh so there's the things that are we're dealing with in our immediate uh Surround surroundings, worldwide surroundings also. And then there's uh, interpersonal things, interrelational uh, things, uh, emotions um, that perhaps we've not dealt with. Feelings and thoughts that we've not taken time to consider because, or, or purposefully, you know, pushed away or just let other things distract us and now that we've you know there's 
we can't feel that with going out and doing other things uh, as much as we used to. Those things are having time to come up. And if you've never had to sit with uncomfortable feelings before or thoughts that, you know, that are truly uncomfortable um, because, again, they've not been dealt with, that can be very, very difficult. So, again, remember to breathe. Um, a lot of patience. Truly, there's a there's a lot that cannot you know that's that's slowed or stalled right now. Um, so so we must have a lot of patience um, because of that. But I I must also say there's also so much that can be done right now. And I at first I didn't feel that. At first I was like, oh my goodness, let's just get this over with, and then we can continue life. But until then, like things are just stalled. This is going on so long, we've all realized that we cannot stall life anymore beyond what's already being stalled um, or slowed or whatever the case, however it, it, it comes across because it, it can be many different things. Um, and, it, and it can be a blessing and it can be a, a frustration. Um, But if you do have some of this space that I'm talking about right now and uncomfortable things are coming up, I have a hard time suggesting that people confront certain things because I understand truly, truly how hard it is. I, I mean... The, the, the things I've had to um, confront and, and face um, uncomfortable feelings in myself and painful things that have happened and I don't take lightly telling, you know, people that there's support available or, or, or that it is worth them putting that effort forward to, to go through those feelings. And, and to actually deal with them. So the great thing is, is the feelings come up. And once they're up again, it's a, it, it, we then have the, the chance to work through them in a, in a more desirable way than we have previously. Right? If we had previously worked through them in a desirable way, they would not be affecting us still. So clearly, they've, they've perhaps been trapped or suppressed. And if they come up this time and, and, and you have the wherewithal and you have you know, the, this, you're in a uh, safe place to do so, um, which you know what that place is, you know where you feel like you can let your guards down and, and, um, do that work. Um, I, I do think that there's great reward, uh, for working with those difficult feelings and, working them um, in a more desirable way to, to feel them, release them, understand them, 
um, and and sometimes come out with a, a different perspective, you know. Um, and, it, and if you feel like you, <clears throat> it's too scary to do on your own, or you wouldn't even know where to start, or what I used to have trouble with is I I wouldn't even take the time. Even even if I had the time and things would come up, I would find a distraction. Um, and so for me, it was important to find someone else who would sit in a space with me and we the intention was that we were to work on things together at that time um them mainly just holding the space for me and keeping me going some a bit of a accountability there um and and once i did that it was easier for me to do it on my own you know i knew i could feel these things that I avoided feeling for so long and and you feel them that this is something interesting you know you we talk about avoiding feeling negative feelings well we all we feel them still they're still uncomfortable we still feel them but we keep them in a place where that we feel like they're manageable but if we really need to really want to release them you have to feel the full weight of them and that can be very intense and that's, I think, what a lot of us stop ourselves from doing is feeling the full weight of things, uh, the full intensity of things. Um, and unfortunately, like I said, it just gets stuck um, somatically. It literally gets, it stays in a place either in our, in our minds or in our, in our body. Um, so it is, it is a necessary part of the process. Uh, so what I, I guess I say, if, if you do not... Um, feel, know where to start with that or feel that you can safely do that on your own or you're afraid what's gonna that you're just gonna fall to pieces that was another thing of mine if if I did do this on my own I was afraid I was gonna fall to pieces and just never get back up um you know find some support there's incredible um uh therapists that are available for you know um sliding scale so that it's it's accessible um i myself do uh personal consulting um there's energy energy workers there's uh people who can teach you meditation uh, i mean there's just so many different types of support that you can get to help you through this process um, to make it so that when you are processing these things, when which you have to do, we all have to do. We can't, there, no one else can do that work for you. None of these supports do that work for you. They simply support you as you do the work. And that's necessary. That's That's what we have in community. And now that we are isolated, it may feel like we do not have that. Um, and even you know, prior to the physical isolation, there was a bit of a social is- isolation where just... A lot of communities have not um, carried on or, or remembered how to do this uh, support for other people and ho- holding this space for other people to, you know, um, work through certain things. So it, there is, it is out there, though, and, you know, trust whatever little intuition, you know, 
Some people get big nudges from intuition and some people, you know, unfortunately because of trauma and many other things, um, have, you know, gotten, uh, a little out of touch with that nudge or that voice. So, um, any little spark you feel that might guide you towards, um, someone that could support you, um, or something that may support you through this. It may not even be a person. It may be a certain thing. Maybe there, maybe if you just hear a book and you're like, Hmm, that might be something, um, that might help me reflect or, um, help me through this process. That, that's a great place to start. I encourage, uh, people to listen to that, to that spark. Um, and maybe the first thing you try isn't it, but it, it, again, it's another step on the way and it's part of the process. And the next one, you may uh, be more on course with um, the next inkling. Um, that's part of developing that um, relationship with your intuition. So, let's see. There was, what, what did we talk about? Some... Uh, Understanding the how physical distancing can be affecting us, understanding we need patience to extend love to each other. Also, let me tell you, <laughs> when I was going through some very hard times, I would uh, give myself my own physical reassurance, and it felt so silly at the time. Um, but it also really did what I needed. So, for instance, I would... Uh, I went through some serious loneliness and it wasn't relationship loneliness as far as like a romantic relationship. It was just a general feeling of like um, going through a lot and just feeling like no one else could relate or no one else even knew. Um, And so I would hold my own hand as I went to sleep, literally clasp my hands together. Um, And that, that feeling your, your body is getting that somatic response you know, you're literally giving yourself the, uh, physical touch you need. Um, self hugs are the same, you know, you can just cross your arms across your chest and you can even give your shoulders a light squeeze, you know, um, it sounds so silly, uh, like, oh, how can me giving myself a, a, a hug or a embrace or a, a handhold to actually do anything like I know it's not uh, from an actual other person it doesn't have to be and that's the wild thing but you really won't know that until you try it and a lot of these things that can help us self-soothe and that it I think sometimes people hear things like self-soothing and they think like oh that's like infantilizing to ourselves or to people it truly isn't these are human needs there's nothing childish about it through the span of your whole life you will need these things um and we're just super lucky that there's so many different um ways that we can we can receive that from ourselves or from others. So, okay. So physical touch, um, missing that, but it, it 
can be obtained either from ourselves or others. Um, understanding that stress is not helping us right now so we truly need to release whatever we can at this point because that's just going to help us physically mentally just across the board also help us to think clearer when we're stressed we all know we don't think as clearly again scientifically proven um And then perhaps if things come up, take the opportunity to to work through them in the uh, to get to a new uh, a more positive or desirable outcome with the, those feelings or thoughts. <clears throat> I apologize if there's some noise in the background. My neighbors have been. Um, doing some construction for quite a while uh, and I'm very happy for them uh, but it has been distracting um, but again there's things outside of us that are happening some things must be happening you know these are not things we can control so Really, it's realizing what we can't control, one thing, which, you know, that's an old adage, you know, uh, what, to change the things I can change except the things I can't, but realizing we don't need to control these things. It's not that we just can't. We also just don't need to. There are certain things we just do not. Um, so then when you have that realization, it takes away this... I guess stress, again, that, that um, we feel like we have to to be fixing things right now because there's so many things breaking down these things have to these things have to break down to progress this is part of the life cycles and it is painful and uncomfortable and but it's part of it um, and that's what I was talking about, where you then get into the things that can be done now, even in isolation, even when you don't have certain things that you used to have, even when you're realizing that you didn't need certain things you thought you did, there, what is the quota I forget who, who said this. It might be like a roomy quote or something, but um, I have a much clearer view of the sky now that my house is burnt down. Horrible, horrible that a house burns down. What a tragic thing. And yet, some things become so much clearer. 
And I know to even have that kind of perspective is difficult when things feel so bad. And things hurt so much and things are so scary. But if that's what you're going through, acknowledge that also. It does no good to act like, to to know and to feel internally that things are very scary or fearful and to ignore it. What you're doing then is lying to yourself. You can't fake the energy with yourself. You can't fake the energy with anyone, but especially yourself. You're going to get that dissonance when you feel something and don't acknowledge it. And, And an amazing thing happens when you acknowledge it. It's intensity and it's hold on you. Lightens up, loosens up. And that stress relieves a little bit and you have a clearer view. And we need that clear view and that clear thinking right now because like I said... (laughs) Again, there is so much that can be done right now. There's so much work that is being done. And it's really shaping what life will be like moving forward. On a micro and a macro level. On the independent and the collective. And if you can realize that, now that's it's really nice. But again, there's that patience that must be had right now. So it's it's this really interesting dance that looks like a slow walk forward, a very slow metered pace forward. And sometimes bursts of energy for sure. Sometimes, you know, I've had some days where I'm like, wow, I'm amazed at what I got done today, even considering everything that's going on. But that's, that's not, that is not sustainable. That's not the norm, right? What's sustainable, what can, can actually be consistent is a metered pace forward. And sometimes a rest. Rest is necessary. Again, that's part of the whole process of the the breaking down and the you know rebuilding so it's a lot it's a lot and it's life and you are fully capable of handling your journey. That is one of the only things I'm sure of. You are capable of handling your journey. We all are. Even when we're walking alone. Especially when we're walking alone. I mean, that's, you know, it's it's lovely when we have help. And we all do get help at different points, you know? It's, um, it would be incredibly prideful for anyone to say that they've never had help. 
or that they've never gotten support because we're all uh, blessed by um, what they call undeserved kindness, which I don't think it's undeserved. I think everyone that is here deserves the kindness, but it's not owed to anyone. I guess that's, I guess that's what they're saying. It's not owed. And yet we still benefit, um, by even the smallest, uh, kindness and generosity, if not from people, from just the universe, from just the sun rising. Um, So, we're alone in this together. We're together in this alone. Um, and yes, I, I can keep going on, but again, this is uh, what... We don't want to get into the delusion of being like, oh, it shouldn't be like this. It, it, it is um, like this. We are here. We can't do counterfactual thinking of, um, oh, well, I wish it was like this or I wish it... I mean, that's wonderful to think and plan as far as moving forward. However, if you are just sitting there and begrudging what is at this point, um, you're already getting left behind then. So let's flip it a little bit and uh, take this this time to to make sure we're being intentional with moving forward and how we're moving forward and take breaks from any technology that is not supporting you in your maintenance of mental, emotional, and physical wellness. It is not a requirement that you are inundated with information all the time. Never in history has it been. Not now, is it? Sure, we all stay updated. Sure. It's necessary. But you do not have any responsibility to be inundated. Okay. I think we'll cut it there. Please, um, I'll make a post on the Instagram, um, for this episode when it's up and please, share some of your thoughts on how you've been dealing with um, isolation. Perhaps you live with a bunch of people and have been going to your normal job so it's not been affecting you so much. Um, and let us know what that's like because a lot of us uh, do work more independently and have a different situation and um, let's let's hear that also. So Yeah, let's at least try and um, connect a little bit on that as feels uh, uh, safe and enjoyable to do so. And that IG, of course, is words to make you feel. And 
thank you for listening. Truly, um, it's a small but growing um, listening group, and I appreciate that. And I really appreciate you letting me share with you. I hope that some of it helps, some of it resonates. I hope it encourages you to um, use your voice and um, share what, what the words make you feel. All right. Everyone be well. Talk to you soon.